0: Good day everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Friends Forever. This is Mad Max here, alongside Pistol Pete. Pistol.
1: <laughs> How'd your fantasy
0: matchups go this week, Pistol?
1: Well overall, <laughs> three and two, but the two leagues I was undefeated in, I took an L and one to you, which was Wait,
0: wait, 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 you took an You took an L? You you said you were gonna beat me by twenty, brother.
1: Well, I ended up losing by like thirteen, which, uh, yeah, it's a tough pill to swallow. Cost me some money too.
0: Yeah, I, I had a nice little two to one odds bet against you there.
1: Yeah, and Keenan Allen just he killed me too. Him and Eckler, Eckler did his part to get fifty points combined. Yeah, but
0: Allen, you saw his uh, seventy-yard touchdown get called back for uh, off-to-pass interference. Did you see that? No, I didn't. So that dude, it was bad. Me. It was a seventy-yard touchdown. It, it's like the guy created the contact, and he like the guy that like ran into him essentially fell down, and the ref threw a flag on Keenan Allen.
1: There's just too many
0: <laughs> offensive pass interference flags anyway
1: this year, but that just infuriates me even more. Yeah,
0: that's another discussion. But um, it's a hell of a matchup. Your team came to play, but Jamis. Yeah he, uh, he balled out for me He put up like 37 points So Definitely worth the pickup for me
1: Yeah uh, Guy in Nick Relihan Shout out to him <laughs> Drops him uh, And uh, yeah You're taking advantage of it uh, Deshaun Watson killed me too That was Give me 11 points
0: Yep I mean I'm excited I needed that win So Moving to 2-2 two two. Uh, Just had to Just had to boast a little bit about that Yeah
1: um, uh, What about your Cardinals though? <laughs> Man, they they really came
0: to play. <laughs> yeah. The, the that offense struggled a little bit more than I anticipated. Um, they were moving the ball kind of well, but they just they just weren't converting. Kyler Murray kind of looked a little lost. Yeah. Not not what I anticipated as far as the uh offensive output by the Cardinals. I thought defensively they did okay, like but Complete mess They got spanked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did get spanked and uh Chris Carson though looked good. Your boy had a yeah, spank game.
0: He had twenty or it was like twenty-one broken tackles in that game.
1: <laughs> yeah. It I, was I, like
0: the highest amount of recorded broken tackles in a game since this like statistical site has been keeping track of it, which is just absurd. He was running like a guy who
1: knew like his job's on the line. Dude, if I Chris don't perform today. I'm uh And
0: that's why he's Pete Carroll's boy. Like the dude runs so hard. He just runs people over, breaks breaks through wimpy tackles. He does I, I love how Chris Carson runs.
1: He's got that chip on his shoulder. He's like a late round pick. They pick a first you know, they pick Rashad Penny a few years ago in the first round. He's like, I'm not giving this job up. Yeah. And, and it's valuable like to be the running back one in that run heavy offense. For
0: sure. He didn't even uh even recorded a touchdown. He had another four catches. Yeah, he's actually catching the ball a lot more this year, too. He's on pace for like 56 this year, which is a pretty good number, honestly. He was a guy that was traditionally around 20. Yeah,
1: that's a big step up for him. And um, yeah, I I just looked at that score. I laughed a little bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was I was watching the game and <laughs> I I just knew what was inevitable. I was like, what the what was I thinking? Um anyways, on to the uh the big the big game. We are uh, doing more of a NFL topic related segment here on Tuesday's shows now. We're still gonna do our uh, buy low sell high trade candidates because I feel like people like that content a little bit. Uh, good little advice there, but we're gonna try to focus more on like Chiefs recap, news around the league, stuff like that. just to kind of broaden our horizons and like touch different audiences. Um, so as far as the chiefs go, big big road win i mean
1: big road win if you're a chiefs fan i think you're encouraged because patrick mahomes he looked human yeah uh 24 for 42 not great but he made the plays down the stretch when it needed to be made i mean yeah
0: and he showed leadership ability um he just he barely missed some some big throws and i'm i'm not worried about stuff like like no missing them by half a yard like, it's a game of inches. So, not too concerned. We're kind of spoiled with him being able to make all those throws so consistently. I think we will be fine going forward. Um, I was encouraged by just... We've never really had a quarterback that you're down by three and you're going for the win. Yeah. With I mean... two minutes left. You know what I mean? Like, we've always had Alex Smith or some quarterback and we're down by three and we're trying to... We're trying to get in field goal range and we can't even do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think everybody in Kansas City was confident, like, we're gonna win this game. There's too much time on the clock. For sure. Uh, even that
0: fourth and eight, I mean, the C's
1: parted. They played man coverage, nobody in the middle.
0: It's great recognition from the from the get-go by Mahomes. Like he recognized the man coverage and immediately just bolted. He knew it was gonna be ten yards the, the minute the guy at the corner turned his back to the uh quarterback. He was uh, off and running. He almost just looked fast too. Like, man, he did. you never see those wheels really from him.
1: Yeah, he's got some wheels on him for like, you know, he just catches people off guard. Yeah, but um, the Lions are better than people think. I and agree,
0: and that's you. You go on the road in the NFL;
1: it's hard to win on the road, no matter who you're playing. I don't the Chiefs' defense, though. I mean, on Johnson, he was eating a he little bit. He was flipping. Uh, 125 yards on the ground. Kenny Galladay had a good game. Kenny Galladay is
0: a beast. He is. He's underrated. And our first down defense was just terrible. Like, on first down, we were getting gashed. Like, (laughs) you're talking seven, eight-yard runs, play action, wide open receivers. We were lost on first down. I thought we played well on third down a lot. Um, We came up with a couple big-time sacks. I liked kind of what we saw as far as Spagnola's defensive scheme is like Sutton last year, we're, we're just lining up and playing man. And like everybody in the stadium knows we're playing man to man where Spagnola, we're mixing in zone coverages, man coverages. We're disguising blitzes. We're lining up seven, eight guys on the line, like trying to, trying to confuse a quarterback, which that's how you, that's how you get a critical stop. You don't get it with, playing man to man and the quarterback knows you're playing man to man
1: yeah you don't even have the personnel to play man to man every down i mean the personnel's not good like corner wise it's just it's just bad yeah it's not
0: great i Uh, mean breland's played well and he had a huge play in that game he did
1: and that play it was fluky i mean he got the fumble kenny galladay he didn't even know the play was (laughs) one whistle dead he could have tackled him he basically just let him run right by it was a heads-up play I'm not going to count on the guy fumbling at the
0: one every week but no but it it was momentum shift. Oh yeah. You know, a, like tie game and they're at the one yard line and I don't know what carry on Johnson's doing like That's uh, just risky. That's stuff like on the Patriots that'll just get you benched for the rest of the season. They they don't put up with trying to reach for the goal line in those situations.
1: Yeah, just hold on the ball. It wasn't like fourth down or anything. Yeah, it's
0: it, you can't fumble there cuz that they that's a big point swing. Like you're talking at least three points to oh, seven. So that's a ten point swing. It could have been a fourteen point swing. That that was that was a game changing play. You never know what would happen in the rest of the game, but um definitely a good pickup by the defense to pick up our offense there.
1: Yeah, and I like that the refs didn't blow the play dead. They let it they've out. been better about that. They have. Uh speaking of the next game, Rams versus Tampa.
0: Talk about a shootout. Yeah, 95 total points. That's insane. Um, Jared Goff threw the ball 68 times.
1: Yeah, I did. look at that stat again. I mean, that's ins- insane amount. I literally
0: laughed when I, I was like – I had no re- clue that they only ran the ball like 10 times. Yeah, like, Gurley had five carries.
1: Five carries. <laughs> I mean, I know they're like load management or something like with them with his knees, but five carries is just – insanely low. I mean, they put up points, so, like, they got... They were in the red zone a few times, and they're just... I don't know if it's management or what, but I don't think Sean McVay... I don't think it's his call to give him five carries.
0: I That team is just... i They're offensively lost. Like, they don't have an identity right now. Their identity is running the football, and they're not doing that. And so, I... (sighs) I liked Sean McVay a lot, and I liked the Rams going into the year, but as I've seen this season play out so far, like the Rams are trending down, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, you're not going to win with Jared Goff throwing that many times. He's just – he's too skittish in the pocket for me. Uh, you get pressure on that guy. You get him off his spot, he's inaccurate.
0: Yeah, he just, he just doesn't seem to actually grasp like NFL defenses and coverages but he he just looks very uncomfortable when he's not getting the clean pocket like you're saying. Sean McVay designs a lot of what's going on, and I I feel like Sean McVay is like telling him his progression and the reads like for the snap. Like <laughs> I I literally don't think Jared Goff knows what's going on like too much out there. Like he's a like he's not an idiot, but he's not like next level smart. I yeah, I, I agree with that, but. He does
1: love some Cooper Cup, though.
0: Yeah, that's his boy. I mean, that's, his, that's his safety blanket. I mean, everyone posted pretty decent numbers for them. Like, Woods went for 13 catches, 164. I mean, if you throw the ball 45 times for 68 attempts and throw for 500 yards, your receivers are going to have some pretty good numbers.
1: Yeah, they're down 21 nothing. But I
0: mean, it's just like they're not effective. Goff threw three interceptions, uh, 7.6 yards per attempt, which isn't – it's not terrible. It's pretty average, though. Um it should be higher throwing the ball that many times, honestly. You would hope. Like, you would hope that you're on the Jameis side where Jameis threw the ball 41 times for 385 yards. That's 9.4 yards per attempt. Like, very efficient game for Winston. Four touchdowns to one pick. Uh Winston's looked good. I, I was kind of nervous about Winston versus this Rams defense. Wade Phillips on the road. I was shaky. I was I was kind of looking at like Keenum and free agency, and then the 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 news came out that they activated a third quarterback. So I was like, no, I'm not picking up Keenum. Like I was kind of lo- looking at the options. Andy Dalton on the road to Pittsburgh. I was just like, I'm rolling with Winston, and it paid off. But I I was nervous going into the game.
1: Yeah, that Rams defense for me, it's trending down too. Marcus Peters just. He had that pick six, but that Mike Evans touchdown, he was miles behind him. I don't know what he was doing. That's
0: what Peters does. He's like he a gambles. risk reward guy. I mean, he had that pick six, so its he he makes those big plays, but he also gives up big plays. And that's kind of why I feel like Chiefs Kingdom was cool with Peters going, for the most part. Like I'm sure there's some Peters lovers out there that were pissed that we traded him away, but I like he just he just gambled too much as a corner.
1: He does. And Chris Godwin, he's wide receiver one.
0: Guy's a stud, dude.
1: He's 12 for 172, (laughs) two TDs, and he was questionable. Yeah. Like, oh my God. No, no, he's always
0: open. Dude's got he's going to have 100 catches. Like, I don't think Arians was faking.
1: No, and I loved Bruce Arians for Jameis coming into the year. Uh, Arians he's just a QB whisperer guy he knows how to use the slot receiver and Ronald Jones did all right 19 for 70 to TD
0: like it's might. about teaching the it's about teaching the game and like really getting the quarterback to understand the offense like you can like I don't I don't think golf like exactly understands the offense just yet like I just don't think that has clicked yet and it's like you're kind of seeing that with Winston. I feel like Winston looks a lot more comfortable, even in pressured pockets. I like what I've seen in the last two weeks. He's, yeah, he's he's getting the ball out. I mean, that's the thing with Winston. He like led the league in fumbles,
1: mm-hmm. so he'd always hold on the ball. But now he's getting it out. Looking at Godwin Evans. I mean, OJ Howard had a few catches. He's got a lot of weapons.
0: Yeah. No, I. I like this Bucks offense going forward. I think they've got a couple good like tests coming up. They, they're at New Orleans and then home versus Carolina. So New Orleans, I mean, that segues into that Saints-Cowboys game. Shut down the Cowboys, 10 points. Uh, that that was an offense that was clicking, uh, running the ball, play action passing, putting up mo- monster numbers, and the Saints held, held them to 10 points. No Drew Brees. They get four field goals. They move the ball good enough to win the game. Um, so I, I like to I like to see what Winston's gonna do on the road in New Orleans. I think that's gonna be a good test. I'm impressed with the Saints. They're trending way up. They were a popular preseason
1: Super Bowl pick anyway. But Marshawn Lattimore, I mean, he was in Amari Cooper's jock. He came to play. He did. He it was a lockdown. And that Saints pass rush, it's good. Yeah. Uh they get good pressure in the quarterback deck. Came back to Earth and and they didn't play anyone the first three weeks. Honestly, they finally—that's true. Like they it, had a cake <laughs> schedule, and the
0: Saints. That dome is always hard to play in. And it's Kevin, gonna be a true test. I like if Winston comes out of that game and they don't have to win. I don't think for me to be like confident in Winston going forward. But it's like if they if Winston looks solid, looks looks comfortable at least. That would give me hope for Winston at least developing into a actual NFL starter.
1: Yeah, and it's it would give you hope to start him every week, like as QB1. Yeah,
0: as far as fantasy goes, I yeah. would say so. You're not um, even like
1: hesitating much. Because Winston, you just got to roll with him sometimes. But the thing I got, hate about him is this week I could just see him laying a dud.
0: I know, I, I know the matchup's tough, but... But that's what you have to avoid. You You have to be more consistent. Game in, game out. Like, that's the next step. Like, that's what Jameis Winston has never been, is consistent game to game. He's put up monster numbers like this in certain games, and then he lays a dud. And so, like, for me, show a consistent game. Like, you don't have to throw for 300 yards, but, like, throw 22 for 35 and
1: 250. Yeah, and don't throw the
0: agree don't throw picks. two picks like
1: don't fumble it's just the turnovers that don't cost you. your team the game yeah don't blow the game and on the road against a division opponent yeah just manage the game stay close and give your chance make to win. some
0: plays yeah don't cost your team the game if he if he does that then i like we'll see if he can continue to make those steps because week two they played at carolina and then they'll play carolina after that and at carolina he looked bad that was week two Uh, He threw for like 200 yards. I think one touch. Like he just really struggled, and so it'll be a good test, I believe, these next two weeks for Winston. I like if you're a Bucks fan, you're really looking forward to what you're gonna get out of these uh, these next two weeks. Big divisional games. Yeah. Um. Any other notable games you think?
1: Uh, I liked all the. I like the Browns-Ravens. I mean, the Browns impressed me.
0: Yeah. I mean, they came they came out and ran the rock. Uh, they were more focused on short passing game, not really trying to get too cute going downfield.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jarvis Landry, he feasted.
0: He did. He was, was a good, good coming out for him.
1: And Nick Chubb's a stud, so I'm glad he got the ball. And Baker Mayfield, the one thing I do like about him, when somebody calls him out like Rex Ryan did, he he always plays with that chip, and he's a guy I think that plays better. Kind of angry, like yeah. he hears no, everything agree. in the media. Yeah, and I like that about him.
0: And he he's like that's his fire, fuel for the fire, right there. Is just people talking crap on him, you know, and that's kind of what's happened his entire playing career, I would say.
1: Yeah, walk on at Texas Tech, had to transfer, went to Oklahoma, won a Heisman, and
0: people still hated on him.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he got drafted number one, even people were hating the pick.
0: Yeah. Um. So, like the Ravens defense, like I don't know what happened to them. That. Yeah, I was. Dude, those holes were massive for Nick Chubb to run through that eighty-eight yard
1: run. There's, there's nobody there. Nobody. Like, and yeah, I was, thought
0: that Ravens defense was going to be better this year than what it's been. They've they've struggled the last couple of weeks. That's another. They're kind team. of banged up, but.
1: I mean, they played Miami and Arizona the first two weeks.
0: People so they were, they were top five in rush defense going into that game. And then you – like literally no one there to even tackle Nick Chubb.
1: I think Omar Jackson, I mean, besides like the garbage time points, I think he struggled too.
0: I, I kind of saw it coming. Like he was not going to do what he did those first couple weeks. Like that was just impressive for the amount of times he was throwing the ball. I didn't feel like – the touchdowns versus attempts was really sustainable, I would say. Um, I still think Lamar Jackson's taken another step as a quarterback, but I think people are going to realize his downfield throwing, like all these big plays he's been hitting on, he's not going to hit those like as consistently as he was hitting them the first two weeks. Once you get more sample size, you're going to start seeing like the true completion percentage for those downfield throws. And I just don't think it's – like. Lamar Jackson's still a, a good quarterback, but I think it's kind of pumped the brakes a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean the Browns are who I thought they were going to be like before the season started. They're the, I thought they were going to win the division, and I was high on them just because that offense is just octane. Their defense, Miles Garrett, that guys a stud.
0: Yeah, he is. That
1: defense is under massive. <laughs> he is. He's chiseled. and He just gets <laughs> off that snap like. Yeah. He's in the backfield almost
0: every play. Before the left tackle even <laughs> takes a step back. No, He's I'm... really good at anticipating the uh the snap. Uh definitely like what I'm seeing though out of the Browns. They're they're looking better the last couple weeks. I think Freddie Kitchens has really challenged that team and they've they've responded. So um you gotta like they're trending in the right direction. They're probably like they're make, they're gonna be in the playoffs, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Um, who's your uh who's your top five teams? Top so far, your power ranking, top five. Kansas
1: City's gonna love this one. I got the Chiefs at one.
0: Chiefs one? Okay.
1: Got Patriots two, Saints three. Still got the Rams at
0: four, Cowboys at five. I've I've got a slightly different. So you had, let me repeat that. You had Chiefs one, Patriots two, yeah. Saints three. Yep. Yeah. Rams three. Rams. Forward. Cowboys five and Cowboys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I have Patriots number one. I I, at me on Twitter at Mad Max (laughs) FFFF. Like, sorry, the Patriots are really good. I've got the Chiefs two, New Orleans three, I've got Green Bay four, San Francisco five. Um, I guess we can kind of debate the Chiefs, New England real quick. Um, what makes you put the Chiefs over the Patriots? Because to me, it's the Patriots defending Super Bowl champs. They look better than they were last year. So my my opinion is like you gotta beat the champs before you are the champs.
1: Well, we'll find out in a few weeks. They're yeah. gonna be
0: playing. I I we'll think... find out in December.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. You like... know what
0: I like I don't even like, yeah, it'll be a matchup in the regular season, but I mean, we've beaten the Patriots in the regular season before. you got to beat them when it matters.
1: We'll see. This is a week-to-week ranking. So
0: yeah. Personally, cool. the Chiefs have just
1: played a way harder schedule. I know you can only play who's on your schedule. Patriots have played an atrocious No, schedule. they've
0: had a cupcake schedule. That's a valid point. And they
1: played, finally, an undefeated team last week, and they didn't look good. True. They scored a special uh, blocked punt. He scored 16 points. He scored nine on offense.
0: I do think the Bills are a little underrated. Like, that defense is good in Buffalo. Like, Josh Allen, I'm not a huge Josh Allen guy. I think he's wildly inaccurate, but I do think the Bills defensively are a good team. New England was on the road. That would be my defense in that. But go ahead.
1: Josh Allen, too, got knocked out of the game. That hit was egregious in itself. That
0: was, that was a stupid scramble by him. What was he doing? The guy. Dude, did you watch the full play? Like, I saw the hit. Slide, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should have slid. Don't, but...
0: don't get, your, make yourself susceptible to that. I get it. Like, it, like, it was a bad hit, but he put himself in that situation.
1: I just think the Bills might have won the game because Matt Barkley came in. And they still had a chance to win the game. It was sixteen ten, and I don't know what they're th- they're they don't kick the field goal. They go for it on fourth down. Don't get it. You gotta take the points with nine minutes left. Like I I was more impressed with the Bills yeah. than I was with the Patriots. I think the Bills game.
0: are a, a sleeper football team. They're playing good football. Sean McDermott, solid head coach. He's he's kept that, like, team afloat for the last few years and they're starting to really put it together. So I'm impressed with the Bills. Uh, I just think New England's just one of those teams just every year. They just they just always find a way to be 13 and 3, make the playoffs 12 and 4, get a bye, like and then they're in the Super Bowl pretty much half the time. Literally 50% of the time they're in the Super Bowl.
1: Their division's just so cupcake. And I, the schedule's cake. I know in the playoffs they get it done when it matters. Belichick's just Beyond the best coach in the league. I don't even think it's close. Defensively, especially in game time situations like
0: this is the best chiefs team we had and i'm like my my thing as a chiefs fan is i like i just want them to like i want to challenge them to do it you know what i mean like you've got to beat them before i'm going to pronounce you better than the patriots like this power ranking i will not have the patriots below the chiefs unless they just start falling apart like i just until you do it in the playoffs for me i am not putting the chiefs over the Patriots. You gotta show it to me because I haven't seen it yet. That's okay. my like. That's my stance on it. I I think it's the best Chiefs team we've had, and so I think this year's legitimately the best chance we have so had if the Chiefs to beat make it the this year. You're just gonna keep them at number two still if the Chiefs beat them in the regular season. Yeah. I I guess it'll depend on how they look, but dude, Belichick is just like the mind game master, brother. Like that game, he's gonna be setting up the playoff game that's what i think i like i think belichick's at that level like he's his entire game plan for the chiefs patriots game is gonna be try to like smoke and mirrors for their like playoff game he's like i'm being like i just truly believe that like so i could see the chiefs going and winning that game and bill belichick didn't show anything
1: yeah i could see that it's uh it's interesting i'm excited to see that game but
0: you got the Niners in your top
1: five, I need to dude. That
0: Niners defense is playing well. Uh, I like Kyle Shanahan as a as a coach. I think he's offensively very brilliant. Um, they're using they're running the ball very well. Jimmy G is just a good short passing game. I just the Niners are just playing good football, in my opinion.
1: They're playing pretty well. Uh, I'm going to see Monday night when Cleveland comes in there.
0: That'll be a good game.
1: That will be a good game. I'm excited to see that. I do like Shanahan as a play caller, offensive guy. I need Jimmy G. I need him to be a little more consistent.
0: He's- no, I, he hasn't He hasn't put together a full season. But I just like when I was getting to that five spot, I like Green Bay too. I like where their defense is at. The run defense looks susceptible. But I like that offense. I like uh, Rodgers and LaFleur. I, I think they've got this little butting heads going on right now. But I think it's really going to push them to – be a better balanced offense i think in the past it's been a very heavy passing aaron Rodgers, no run game no defense like and this year they attacked the draft on defense they've been running the ball i I like what the packers are doing as far as a a full football team where like dallas like I, i just don't know what they were doing against the saints like See, my- they didn't even try to air it. They didn't run any play action. Like I, I just don't know what they were doing. And so that's where I'm like Jason Garrett. Like <laughs> I just can't I can't get on board with Jason Garrett. As- you don't like
1: him clapping? Just clapping on <laughs> <him> the sidelines? <laughs> uh, see, I had the Cowboys, Packers. They were like my five-spot toss-up. And they play at Dallas this Sunday. So I'm going to find out a lot about them.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good matchup. And then the Rams... Like I wanted to put them in the top five, but they just—they're worrying me right now. I just—they lost at home to the Bucks.
1: Yeah, that's a bad loss. It's a bad loss. Fifty-five points—that's just insane.
0: So I just—I don't know. I'm—I'm a little iffy on them. I still got like the Rams probably in the top eight. Like I was—I was teetering on it, but I've liked what San Fran has done. I kind of want to talk a little bit about them, so I had to—I had to sneak them in there. No, it's a solid pick. Um. So we got a couple more minutes. Uh knock out our buy low, sell high. Um, who you got? For buy low, my two guys,
1: OBJ and Mike Williams. OBJ, he's last week he didn't do anything. He was getting choked out like on the ground by yeah. Ravens corner and he was getting locked up. And he's like wide receiver twenty three right now in fantasy. That's a very good gonna,
0: opportunity to go get him for I mean, just to get him. Yeah, it's, just
1: to get him. I think <laughs> I think people are a little worried on him, honestly. He started slow, and he's wearing that watch. He's always got some issues. Like, I don't know if his head's totally in. Like, I think part of him's still in New York. Like, he likes that big market. Cleveland, I don't know if you've been there. There's Not much to see. Uh, It's still an adjustment. I think it's going to – I think he's going to take off, though. He's just too talented, in my opinion, to stay at wide receiver 23.
0: I've got – Juju is a good buy-low candidate. He's coming off his worst game. I think his production's been decent going up, and Mason Rudolph looked pretty good. I mean, Deontay Johnson, I think, is just going to like get some coverage. And so we've got him. We've got Josh Jacobs as a good buy-low. He came off a bad game. Le'Veon Bell, production's there. Like He's just a high-volume back, and so he really hasn't produced at the level he should be producing at. Um, any other buy-lows?
1: uh no just mike williams
0: mike williams yeah coming off the injury so yeah good time i'm
1: just waiting for him to play yeah because he's talented and there's a lot of targets to go it's a ton
0: of red zone looks too
1: yeah uh what about you you got any more
0: no that'll do it for my buy lows
1: um the sell high uh i've got another brown jarvis landry Eight catches for 167. That's going to get people's attention.
0: Yeah. Like, especially in a PPR league, I think it's a great time to sell Landry. I don't think he's going to get nearly that volume going forward. No. And a lot
1: of people still think of him as that
0: PPR monster. Yeah.
1: And and Miami, the guy was wide receiver two, like, no question in the
0: lineup. I think he's a good, like, bye week fill in, flex play every once in a while. But if you can get wide receiver two value for him, definitely ship him. Yeah. um, Who do you got? Um, I mean, a repeat offender from last week is Derrick Henry. I had him on my my sell high. He got 27 carries for 100 yards. Just he he has no involvement in the passing game. I just don't love that Tennessee offense. And so, I this is more of like a PPR league. If you're in a standard league, keep Derrick Henry. Great standard back. PPR league, he offers like his ceiling is just not there. Like he is playing at his ceiling right now. He's getting all the volume on the ground, no passing work. So it's like if he ends up in a game script where he has 12, 15 carries, no one's going to like this. is your opportunity. Like he's getting volume. He's producing. He's like number eight. That's a, like he is not going to be higher than eight. Like, no. Everyone above him in a PPR league is catching passes out of the backfield. That's a point for a catch. And so you're talking plus the yardage. Yeah, that's massive. You can't – like, he's, he's playing at his ceiling right now.
1: And he's touchdown dependent. I mean, if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's – Exactly. Like 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 he said, he's getting yeah.
0: like 10, 11 points. What, max. he had 10 points? <laughs> he Like, he has to have a touchdown. Like, do you like 27 carries for 100 yards? Like, I, that's not – I don't like that. I, I want my guy catching passes out of the backfield. That gets you to that 14-point floor, that 15-point floor.
1: No, I agree with that. Um my other guy is also a running back, probably not going to be a popular take, uh, Leonard Fournette. I know he ate for 225, but I saw this stat today. His first 100-yard game since 2017.
0: I mean, he's had a pretty lackluster career, but he dropped 20 pounds in the offseason. I so, was so
1: high on him coming out of LSU. Yeah. That was a
0: monster. I mean, they were, like, calling him the next AP, like, all that. Yeah. I. I don't know if I would sell him high. I think, I think he gets a lot of volume in that offense, and so he's
1: caught the ball a little more this year. A lot to, more,
0: yeah, compared to other years. But he's on pace for like sixty catches. Yeah, I just I don't see the offense isn't good. The is offense what isn't I think. good.
1: He's not going to score like a ton of
0: touchdowns. He didn't have a touchdown yeah. last week. And um, no, I agree. Like he's. It depends on what you're going to get for Fournette. Like, sell high for like what RB value? Like,
1: oh, just like, high I end know. RB2.
0: Like, at what point, like, where do you have Leonard Fournette in, like, your rankings? Like, your rest of season rankings? Do you think he's, like, 13, 14? Yeah, I
1: think he's, like, between 10 to 15.
0: Between 10 and 15? Like, so my point is. Who who's paying more than that? like is someone going to pay RB one value for Fournette? You think right now? No, but you could get a. I think you could get
1: maybe Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Like I'm doing that deal.
0: If I get Cooper Cup, I'm not doing it for Robert Woods. I would do it for Cooper Cup, but
1: there's some receivers you get for Leonard Fournette.
0: I know, but. I just I don't think his value is high enough just yet. Like he had one good game. I I get that aspect. So if someone's willing to overreact to the one game, then I think if you can sell him as an RB one, like so, getting a Cooper Cup, getting like Galladay, someone like that, I think would be a good trade, like for Fournette.
1: Yeah, I'm not trading him for another back because I just don't think I'm going to get.
0: I don't want a second option in a passing attack, though. I would rather just have the volume that Fournette gets. Just depends on my back. Yeah, I'm, uh, just, I'm just agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, the other guy, I've got sell high on Sammy Watkins. Like I don't like. I just feel like there's a lot of Casey Chiefs fans that probably listen to this in leagues, and I just think he had one good game week one. He's been okay the last three weeks. I just think any pass catcher in that offense that's not named Tyree Kill or Kelsey, I get like, I'm talking wide receivers. So like DeMarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman, Sammy Watkins. I just think those guys are just too volatile. Week in, week out, there's no predictability of the the target share that they're going to get that given week. And so I would be trying to sell Sammy Watkins high. Like if you're getting a top end wide receiver two value out of them, like if you flip Watkins for a guy like Robert Woods, like I love that trade, like for the guy getting Robert Woods.
1: Yeah, I do that. I think heartbeat. it's more
0: predictable how many times Robert Woods is going to catch the ball. I, uh, I personally
1: never liked Sammy Watkins his whole career. It, it's not surprising. I, he had that one huge week one, and then Sammy Watkins doing what Sammy Watkins does.
0: I mean, he's still like ranked in the top ten, like for fantasy wide receivers because of because that forty of that. point blow up week one.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's going to finish. I'm going to predict he's going to finish borderline. In the, like, 20. I don't know if you'll finish top 20.
0: It'll be close.
1: It's going to be real close. I think you're right on that. And, yeah, I'm trying to sell them, But, like you said, if you get Robert Woods, yeah. And I think you're only going to get the value for him if you're a, around Kansas City. Yeah.
0: Like. But I don't know how much of an <laughs> it's we're really touch outside of Kansas City. So, touche on that. Um, do you have anybody else? No, that's it. All right. Uh, that'll wrap up this show, guys. I appreciate you. Appreciate you listening. Following us on, uh, on Twitter at Mad Max FFFF. Uh, like our Facebook page, like our post, kind of help uh, grow the channel, get some exposure out there. Uh, next show will be Friday. That'll be more uh, fantasy driven. So uh, tune into that for like our start sits. Uh, look forward to different matchups, DFS plays, Pistols picks. Until uh, next time, peace.